to the Fierce and Flourish podcast. This is Erin Tarr, owner and head coach over at Be The Benchmark, where I help girls learn to choose their thoughts so they can create lives of impact and go out and change the world. If you are a mom listening today, I hope that you will share this with your daughter. If you are a daughter listening today, I hope you will share this with your mom. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. Hello, everybody. So today, as we continue our Fierce and Flourish series, I wanted to talk to you about languages. Seems kind of weird, I'm sure, but it will be explained very quickly. Can you imagine, though, if you went to a restaurant and you wanted to order food? And you were, oh, so hungry. And as much as you tried to communicate, I want a cheeseburger and cheese fries and a milkshake, the person behind the counter or the person that was your waiter or waitress just could not seem to understand what you were saying. And you could draw a picture and you could pantomime it and you could say the words and you could try to look up words in other languages, but no matter what you did, they didn't understand. Can you imagine how frustrating that would be for both you and them? So the waiter or waitress, I mean, their whole job is to bring you food. They want to bring you food, right? And no matter what you do or how you try to communicate to them what you want, it's just not working. So it's also frustrating for you because you're really hungry. So the person trying to serve you, as well as you as trying to be the person served, you're both really struggling at this point with what to do because you're not communicating in the same language and you can't even figure out what their language is. Wouldn't that be even more communicating? Because it'd be one thing if you figured out, oh, they are speaking Spanish. So I am going to get my friend who is a translator to translate into Spanish what I want or they speak French or Russian. Like as long as you even knew that might be helpful, right? but you don't even know what the language is and it's just causing more and more angst and hunger, not to mention, right? So what does this have to do with being fierce and flourishing, you may ask? Here's exactly what it has to do with. It has to do with what are called the five love languages. So the premise behind this theory is that there are certain ways that come very naturally to people that are ways that they express love and the ways that they feel loved, that they receive that love. And the theory goes that each of us has a way that is most natural to us, that feels the best to us. And so that's the way that we tend to give love and also the way that we tend to feel loved. But what often happens is we have people around us, whether it's our parents or our siblings or our friends, who don't speak, so to speak, (laughs) who do not have the exact same love language as us, or it doesn't come as naturally to them. And therefore, we sometimes have this very frustrating disconnect where we don't feel as loved or they don't feel as loved, and we're not communicating well about how we truly feel about one another. So this is really important for us to create a life that we love and to create relationships that are meaningful and helpful and encouraging to us and to others. And that's all about creating a life. So 
I'm going to tell you today a brief overview, super, super brief of the five love languages so that you can start to think about what might be my love language or what might be the love languages of the people around me. And that will help us to start communicating in the same language. So I'm going to start with my love language, which is words of affirmation. I feel so loved and appreciated when people say nice things to me and say kind things to me and use their words to express their gratitude or to express their love for me. Um, my husband's love language is actually quality time. That's the second one, quality time. And so he loves just spending time together doing things. So actually right now, my husband and my kids are all out mushroom hunting together. So they're walking through the woods, looking for mushrooms. And my husband really wanted me to come along with because that's what he loves to do is just being together no matter what we're doing, whether it's watching a movie or making a meal or just sitting next to each other. He loves being together. That is also the love language of my middle child. She very much loves that quality time. Another love language is physical touch. There are some people that just love holding hands and hugging and being close and cuddling people and that just feels really good to them. Some people that doesn't feel great to them. They feel squished or they feel like people are too close to them. So it's a different love language. So if you have a parent that has a love language of physical touch and they just love hugging on you and touching you and rubbing your arms or rubbing your back and you don't have that as a love language, it might get really annoying to you. And they're just trying to express their love, but it doesn't work, right? So you can see how there could be some disconnects. The fourth one, so we have words of affirmation, quality time, touch, uh, meaningful gifts. Some people just live, and everybody likes gifts probably. Everybody appreciates when someone gives them a gift. But there are some people that just, it is so heartwarming for them when someone thinks specifically of them and brings them a gift that is meaningful to them. So it doesn't have to be, when this is your love language, it doesn't have to be something huge. It has to be something Thoughtful. So sometimes something as simple as bringing someone their breakfast in bed, if they love sleep and they love breakfast, that feels like a very meaningful gift to them. Um, for other people, it might be like a small card that has a, a butterfly on it because you know they love butterflies. And so when you saw the butterfly, you thought of them. You know, it's about meaningful gifts uh, that really are truly have a special thought for both the giver and the receiver. And the last one is acts of service. So if this is your parents' love language, they love it when you take out the trash and empty the dishwasher and wipe off the counters and clean your room and just do things that serve the family and serve you. Now again, all parents probably like that and appreciate it, but some, if that is their love language, they just feel filled up and so appreciated when people do those things for them. So, a couple of things that you can do with this information, and that is the briefest overview I think I've ever given of the five love languages. But a couple of things you can do with this. Number one, just think about which one of those really triggered you. Which one of those did you think, oh, I'm pretty sure that's mine. There might have been one or two. Uh, also, were there any that you immediately thought, oh, I bet that's my mom's? Because a lot of times we can tell uh, the things about the people that we spend the most time around and the people that are so trying to express their love to us, even if sometimes we're not understanding it. So 
And the first thing you can do is just kind of start thinking about what the love languages are that might be yours or might be those around you. And the second thing you can do is literally there are online assessments where you can Google love languages and you might be able to take a little quiz that would help you figure it out. Now, a warning. Anytime I refer people to an online quiz, I want to make sure that they know that that quiz and their results are not the end-all be-all. Questions are flawed, quizzes are flawed, but it starts to give you an idea sometimes of a place to start looking. So that is today's Fierce and Flourish talk. The five love languages. Are you communicating your love well to the people around you in the ways that they're going to understand? Because I communicate lots of words to my family. I use words a lot, a lot, a lot to tell them how much I love them, how much I appreciate them, how much they mean to me. But if I'm not also giving them the quality time or the physical touch, they're not necessarily hearing all the love that is in my heart for them. So I have to adjust the language that I use so that they can receive it more fully. So food for thought this week. Thanks for coming. We'll see you soon. for being here for the Fierce and Flourish podcast. We're so glad you were able to join us. If you have questions or specific topics that you want us to cover on this podcast, feel free to message me on Facebook, on Instagram, through email, or any other of your favorite social channels, and I will do my best to include that in our upcoming episodes. You can also check out Erin Tarr at Be The Benchmark on Facebook, or Be The Benchmark on Instagram, or you can check out our blog at erintar.com where all of these podcast episodes will also be available in YouTube slash video format. Hope you're having a great day. Remember to choose your thoughts, create your life, and change the world.